Check one, two, check. Check one, two, three. This is Pastor. Pastor Jung here, Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California, and thank you for joining me today on Small Catechism Live. Live means unedited, irreversal. That's right. Back to you, familia. Hey, fam. How are you doing? Uh, God's blessing to you this day, uh, Scribble and um, Matt. Uh, God's blessing to you this night as you are over the water there. But uh, uh, good stuff today. Uh, and um, definitely this will help you guys and everyone who is listening um, because, well, as we see the title today, uh, the Lord's Prayer uh, shaped by the Father. And very important stuff here, shaped. Uh, I love that picture of being shaped by the one true God, our true Father. And, and today that is what we're going to dwell upon here, 2017 version, uh, right there, uh, page uh, 237. If you don't have the catechism, that is okay, because I will, uh, I will, uh, what is it? I will uh, guide you through this. All right, let us begin. Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, we know that uh, you have given us uh, by your Son, through his sacrificial blood upon the cross, the right to become children of God. Lord, bless us this day in your grace, knowing that as we pray, that we pray not as orphans, but as adopted children of God. Thank you, O Lord, for your continued grace, that you would for, uh, forgive our sins and that you lead us in your righteousness. Lord, bless us in your wisdom and faith as you give us your word this day. We pray all this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Well, today, 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 Pater Hemon, our Father, right? Uh, and what we talk about uh, as we go into the Lord's Prayer, remember, why is it so important to pray uh, the Lord's Prayer? Because, well, Jesus said so. Luke 11, right? And clearly we see the importance of prayer, uh, the prayer life. Prayer is so important because it always connects us back to the one who shapes us. When we pray, we are shaped and we, we dwell upon who has given us the right to pray and who we are in the position of he is the true father, we are his true children, and therefore the gift of prayer is very important. It's a privilege. It's a gift for you by God, through your intercessor, Jesus Christ, to pray to the Lord in every aspect of the day. Now, again, when we talk about our Father, now when people say, I want more inventive prayers or I want something new, you know, the thing is, as we study the, 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 the Lord's Prayer, you'll soon realize that the Lord's Prayer covers every part of all your prayers that you've ever prayed. It, it, it just works out that way. After all, Jesus did give us the directive on how to pray, and Jesus is God, and he knows what we need to pray for, and at the end of the day, they all connect, right? So your personal prayers to the Lord's Prayer, remember uh, the, 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 what is it, the pitfall of the Lord's Prayer is what? I already know that. It's a little rote. It's a little mechanical. Um, I, I don't really have to pray it again. I want something new, something inventive, something creative, something more uh, uh, bright and colorful, but trust me, friends, this is the go-to. Because whenever you tell yourself, I don't know what to pray, go
go back here to the Lord's Prayer. And as we study throughout, as we take the baby steps through this prayer, use each petition, applying them to certain moments in your life to which you need to pray. So it's one thing to take the whole body of the prayer all in one time, but also to take them line by line and apply them separately in, in certain aspects of your life. So let's say when you're, when you're feeling like, like today, when we're feeling uh, like we are empty or alone or far away from God or even doubting our, our faith as children of God, here we dwell upon the introduction of our Father. And that's what we're going to do today, right? Um, and when I, I think I've said this in our 2017 catechism, if you look it up, I forget what I say all the time. So if I repeat myself, apologies. But repetition is good, right? It's the spice of life. Anyways, but the point is, when we talk about our Father, um, here we see clearly uh, that, what were we talking about again? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, here we see clearly uh, that we easily kind of, when we say the prayers at church, when we say them at home, we say, Our Father who art in heaven, right? And quickly we kind of go past and, and, and do not take enough time to dwell upon what it means to be our, what it means for God to be our Father, right? We see in our uh, explanation here in the Catechism, if you have it out, it might not be the 2017, you might have the 91 or even the earlier versions, right? But it says, uh, Our Father who art in heaven, what does this mean, right? Um, with these words, God tenderly invites us to believe that he is our true father and that we are his true children. He tenderly invites us, right? He gives us. He is the one who shapes us, right? Uh, uh, we pray because, well, he has given to us first our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That we pray in the name of Christ, knowing full well that in full, I don't want to kind of go through this quickly, but with boldness and confidence as we ask as dear children, this is all shaped by our Father. His work, His mercy, His grace, all of it is the, is the impetus. Impetus? Sounds like a good word. Uh, like kind of the starter, the, the uh, uh, mercy, grace, and love is the start to which we ought to pray. That this is what shapes us. Our Father, full of grace and truth, who, who loves us dead sinners, who makes us alive. And we see this um, as we uh, dwell upon the, the parable of the lost son. right? And we know this story. This is a very common story uh, about the lost son and about uh, clearly about what he had done and, and losing all, uh, gaining, uh, asking for the inheritance, going out in the world, losing it all. And, and there, what does the father do uh, when he comes back? The, the, the son is prepared to do anything, uh, even to be a servant uh, for his family, but the father does what? And this is the picture of who shapes us. The father gives him the big banquet, right? Gives him the fine clothes, the shoes, uh, the jewels, all these things to celebrate that he is no longer lost, but now he is found, right? Th th this is who our God is. We're sinners, you and I, right? We are. But yet our Father's love is given to us 
in the greatest gift of Christ, and we are forgiven of all our sins. When Jesus says you are forgiven of all your sins, yes, you are forgiven of all your sins. Of course we pray, Lord, help us overcome our sin. Lead us, O Lord, by your word. And this is the life of faith. Right? Remember, the life of faith is not about your works to perfect yourself. The life of faith is, come to me, all who are broken and heavy, heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Your faith is extra nos outside of yourself, right? Uh, do we, does that mean we just live as we please? No, there's a struggle, right? There is that tentatio, right? There is that spiritual temptation. There is that affliction. But yet at the same time, in that brokenness, in that uh, 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 terrifying affliction, there, where do we trust? In human flesh? No, we trust in the work of Christ and what he has done for us. And because of it, our Father, we dwell upon those two words, right? And what a word of thanksgiving to say those words out of our mouth, knowing that we are his true children, all by the parable of the prodigal son, knowing that he is the one who gives us this name, all by the sending of his son. That's how much the Father loves you. You are the true children, all by the one who died and rose for you. That the Father loves you so much that he gives to you this very gift, and that is the gift of Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. Right? So when you say, Our Father, when you say that prayer, you know, there are moments in life where you, where you think that you're all alone, where you're, you know, we talk about the pandemic. What about the pandemic of loneliness? It's a real thing, right? Maybe it's a, a pandemic of guilt and terror, a, a terrified conscience, knowing full well that, well, maybe I'm not good enough to be a child of God. Maybe I haven't done enough. And maybe God is not, uh, that I don't measure up, that God is not uh, uh, accepting me into his kingdom. Remember, true children, what does that mean? To be a child of God is by the blood of Christ, his work. That is where your faith is right? Repentance and forgiveness. This is where we call our Father. And thanks be to God, in this life of faith, we say those very words, our Father. And that means we are His true children. I know we all want a perfect father in this world, right? I try to be a perfect father to my children. I'm not perfect though, right? I aspire to take care of my children perfectly, but I know as a father, I, 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 I can never, I can never compare to when we pray every night together, our father, this is our true father. The one who, again, you want to talk about applying the catechism, right? <laughs> That's what we do here at Faith Luther Church of Moore Park, California. If you're close by, please come join us. Our father, remember, this goes back to the Apostles' Creed, right? The father gives us all things. Article 1. Article 2, Article 3, the things that we just spoke about in the last couple months here, this is what our God gives to us because the Apostles' Creed shows us God working and, show, and, and giving to us His very gifts, right? Daily bread, the bread of life, the holification of our life, how we're made holy, all by the work of the Holy Spirit, calling, gathering us, and sanctifying us in this truth, all by the work of Christ. Again, this is what should be going on in our heart and mind as we pray. Just these two words, our Father. Like, this is the measure that He took so that you may be His child. And you can, you don't sign up to be His child. He gathers you as His child, gathering you, calling you by the blood of Christ. 
That is how you are a child of God. Remember that. It's easy to mix this up thinking that we need to bring something to the table to be classified and identified as a child of God. Rather, when we say our Father, this is out of faith. Faith in the grace that is given to us in Jesus Christ. Right? So, our Father really opens up the floodgates. How did God become my Father? Well, He did everything for me. He saved me. He rescued me from the, from the gates of hell and, and forgives me of all my sins and, and covers me and reconciles me to God and declares me righteous and justified before His sight, holy and blameless without any spot or blemish. This is who we are. Think about that, right? And when we say... This prayer, we've known it all along. I've remembered it and memorized it ever since the first grade of VBS in Rossmore, California. I remember, right? I don't know why I'm yelling again. But the point is, is that it's easy just to go through this prayer and say, okay, yes, let's just pray this because Jesus said so. No, use it. This is your treasure, the gift of prayer, your privilege as you uh, dwell upon these very words and really have this open up to you. And as you pray, just slow it down, right? Stay here at the Our Father and and there uh, you dwell upon. Yeah, that's right. I am a child of God all by his grace that he called me to be his own, that he washes all my sins away. I'm, I'm adopted, not orphaned and separated from God, but reconciled in his name. Thanks be to God that I am not alone, but that as Jesus says, I am with you till the end of the age. There I am. And as we pray this prayer, as we go to the next step, Ephesians 3, um, 11 to 12, if you could turn to your Bible there. Um, Ephesians 3, 11 to 12, uh, we see right there, um, if we could read this together. All right, Ephesians 3, 11 to 12. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So as we pray the prayers, boldness and confidence. I don't know about you, but boldness and confidence are things that when they waver, in our human nature, uh, like if you play sports, right? And, and let's say um, you uh, just hook or slice uh, the golf ball off the club, right? And then you go up to the tee. <laughs> you go from the driving range, hooking and slicing all these balls, right? Uh, and you're like, uh-oh, now we're on the first tee. What am I going to do? There is no confidence there. You are, your knees are shaking. Your mind is just all over the place. And you don't even know what confidence is. I don't know if you've been there, but it's a terrifying place. Trust me. Uh, especially in competition, let's say. You know, I play disc golf, so I play competitions probably once every couple months. And when I'm, when I'm not, uh, uh, when I'm not, uh, what's the word? When I'm not uh, throwing it right. Ooh, it is. I'm shaking in my boots, right? Uh, but when we talk about boldness and confidence in light of prayer, we very well know that we are bold and confident. Why? Because this is our confidence, right? And I said that earlier example of our own, of our own confidence, of our human confidence, that wavers, right? Like, I can't have confidence that God is with me because of my feelings or because I've done enough, 
right? My confidence is only in the death and resurrection of my Lord. My confidence is in the, the, the baptism that he has called me into by the water and word, robing me in his righteous, righteousness and calling me by name. Um, though I am a sinner, the chief of sinners, though I be Jesus Christ, uh, indeed, he is the one who died for me. And this is the picture of boldness and confidence. Again, it is extra nos in the word of God, the Word made flesh, and that is our Lord Jesus Christ, right? And, and here we see that picture of, of when we pray, that he hears our prayers because Christ is our intercessor, right? And uh, therefore, when we pray to the Father, uh, we are not uh, praying uh, to a vacant place, but rather to God himself, he listens, and there um, in boldness and confidence, uh, we, we pray um, as his true children. Again, we are shaped. This, this all happens because our Father shapes us through the gift of the Word, right? Through the gift of Christ. All this is credited to our Father who gives us O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise, right? This is the life of faith as we open our mouths and pray to the Lord, knowing that Christ in his, uh, in his work has given us the boldness and confidence that our Lord hears our prayers. Now, the, the struggle here, my friends, is what? Um, I don't know if God is there, let's say, in our human flesh. I don't know if he's with me, right? Um, if, if God is so good, why are these things happening, right? When we go back to our Father, remember, as true children, we, we, we get back to it. That's right, I'm under the mighty fortress. I'm under the eternal refuge of the shadow of his wing, which is covered by the body and blood of Jesus. You know, why am I fretting when this life of faith is under his uh, heavenly care, eternal care, right? And therefore, I pray with boldness and confidence. So really apply this, our Father, because trust me, um, uh, with, without the Father, we are nothing. Everything this is nothing, Right? We need the Father to do His very will so that we have the right to become children of God all by what He has done for us. Um, John one twelve. right? Okay. Already 21 minutes? Oh, I had an introduction there where I was trying to prep the board here. So we're not really at 21 minutes. So we're going to continue. Hebrews 4, 16, if you could read that. And this is, um, <clears throat> this is in your catechism, I believe, on page 238. How does calling upon God as our Father shape our prayers, right? We pray with boldness and confidence, knowing that God is our true Father who wishes to help us, right? So in boldness and confidence, we may ask Him as, remember, as dear children, Right? This goes back to um, how uh, do we, uh, when we talk about loving and serving neighbor, a uh, third use of the law, right? Uh, we, we very well know we, we love and serve as children of God. And in the same way, we pray as dear children, not to get into his kingdom, but in his kingdom as his blessed redeemed children covered by his blood, there we ask uh, 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 in that very light. Again, another dwelling from the beginning of this explanation as we ask him in our identity as children of God. Hebrews four sixteen. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace 
that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Right? We, we pray to the Lord in time of need, shaped by His promise, knowing full well that He is the Lord and giver of life, that He provides for us in every which way. And there as children of God in this life of faith, knowing that He is our Father and He knows what He needs for us, like what He needs. Like sometimes it's no, sometimes it's yes, but God's will is done. And there we trust in the perfect Father, His will, His time, His place, His perfect time schedule. And there as dear children, we ask in the identity of faith as His children, and, and there we trust in His will as we entrust our burdens to Him. Remember, this is, how's your prayer life? How's your prayer life? Our Father, not someone else's Father, not I wish to be that He is my Father. No, our Father, right? This is who you are by the one who has shaped you. And therefore, you pray in your identity with boldness and confidence, and you ask Him knowing full well that as a child of God, He hears your prayers through the gift of Christ. When we stop praying, what happens? We know the story. You and I both know, right? We start going our own way. We start living as if we are orphaned. Uh, we start trying to do things in our own manner when in fact, as we get back to prayer, it's that's right. This is who I am. This is who I'm under. This is how I am under his name, all by his grace. And therefore, he is with me until the end of the age. And with boldness and confidence, I ask him as he leads me as his dear children from the perfect father who is omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, and who is with me. And there I go with boldness and confidence, knowing that, Lord, sometimes I don't know why these things happen. They're unexplainable. Tragedy, strife, affliction. But Lord, what I do know is that you are my father and that through all things, your will is done. Lord, help me trust in your word and your plan and in your will because I am under your name, right? When you are in that toil and when you're in that uh, moment of despair, Lord, our father, dwell upon this again in that wavelength as I always talk about. And really dwell upon what it means to be his child. When your guilt is riddling you and, and you are uh, 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 have a terrified conscience, there, again, we'll talk about forgive us our trespasses. But here you go back to our Father and say, Thank you, O Lord, for calling me to be your own. That we can say, Our Father, all by what you have done as you shaped us by this very promise of Christ. Right? That you have reconciled me by your name and by your very work of the death and resurrection. So really apply this, friends, to your life. The Lord's Prayer is the great weapon, the great gift from God that you will use um, in this world, this dark world, because this is where you are, uh, this is where you get back to your identity of who you are, our Father, right? That means I'm his child, you're his child. Thanks be to God, right, for this gift. And, and thanks be to God for his name. So remember that this day, uh, hope that was well with you. I know we're getting past time here, but let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for this time. Uh, bless us, O Lord, in the confidence and boldness that as your children covered by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, you have called us to be your, your own as we are your true children, as you are our true Father. Bless us this day. Comfort us in your promises and through all things. Lord, grant us your peace in the death and resurrection of our Lord and Jesus, and Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in whom we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, friends, thank you for joining me today. Hopefully that was helpful to you. And um, yeah, I got to go to another class to teach.
But until then, um, have a wonderful day. Love you all. Praying for you all. Until next time, have a wonderful day, wonderful night. God be with you. And as Matt Glover would say, Hail Hult. Very good. Adios. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to these Small Catechism Live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmoorpark.com.